Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another edition of the Topic Thunder podcast. My name is Dylan Hunsinger. I am your host at Thunder Chats. We are part of the Believe Podcast Network. I said it at the top of the show this time. I'm baby steps. We're moving forward. We got this. Um, I am joined by two lovely gentlemen, first in the state of Oklahoma. We've got currently non-Champagne Jerry. Jerry, how's it going, man? It's going, man. Just living life, trying to uh, figure out these knee problems so I can get back on the golf course. So, there we uh, go. yeah. Got to hit them links, man. Dude, killing me. It's killing me. <laughs> All right. And, and we are joined by a returning member of the unit. We haven't heard from him in a little while, but the prodigal son returns. It is Maddie Moles. Maddie, how's it going, brother? It's going pretty good. Yeah. Um, I had to take a little mental health break, you know, the NBA season drags on draft, all that stuff. And then the NFL season is now 18 weeks long. I do coverage for mainly Broncos, um, predominantly orange. And we're part of the mile high sports network there. So uh, a, a lot of responsibility going on in the football season. So that's, that's why I kind of took a step back. I kind of just had to refresh a little bit, but, it's good to be back with you guys. Uh, if I if I remember, like we're all one and zero to start to start the season, yeah. All of yeah. our teams. Yeah, Jerry's Jerry's team almost crapped the bed. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I was literally gonna go light my backyard on fire if that happened. Oh my gosh, I was so mad. Yeah, it was wild times, man. No, it was it was a good time to be a Steelers fan. I uh, I I feel very good about our team. Like our offense was sputtering in the first half, but I think that. What we showed in the second half was a little bit closer to what we actually are. And uh, what about your Broncos there, Maddie Moles? Yeah, so my Broncos, um, I I hammered the the negative uh, three points. So we gave up three points on the road to the New York Giants, and I hammered that. And uh, a good place that you can go and get in on the action is Bet Online. Uh, word from our sponsor. What a transition! We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. 
Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. That was beautiful. That was that phenomenal. Happens. I might name my next kid after you, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, absolutely, though, man. Y'all, y'all got to check out Bet Online. Y'all can get you some good money on the NFL games coming up. NBA is right around the corner. We're about, I think, what we say, five weeks away from our opening game, which is just asinine to even think about. Um, Ooh, it's crazy. Dylan said asinine. It's <laughs> not even close I, to a power. I, oh. I give that. I give that ass a 10. Like, that's, that's a little more <laughs> oh god i missed the dad jokes there moles all right well hey you know like we said you know the nba season starting about five months we get to see our first look at you know some of those rookies the guys we drafted maybe some Aaron wiggins jeremiah robinson earl trey man and josh giddy um, but before we get into the rookies we actually had a couple of transactions happen over the weekend um, so, first of all, it was randomly reported on Twitter by at Kelsey underscore lately, Paul Watson Jr. has signed a two-way contract with the Oklahoma City Thunder. And this kind of sent Twitter into a tailspin because, like, famously, Aaron, the aforementioned Aaron Wiggins was signed to a two-way contract, and Josh Hall was also signed to a two-way contract with the Thunder, much like last year. And so it's like, hold on, you only get two two-way contracts, so – what's going on here and then sure enough after that i believe it was rylan that was the first to report it that josh hall had been waived by the thunder um so paul watson is coming in to replace josh hall as our two-way player my understanding from rylan's uh subsequent tweets after that is that the thunder hope to bring josh hall back on a training camp deal so he can compete in training camp and um, eventually sign him to the blue. They still believe in his development as a player. Um, just for whatever reason, they they wanted to take a look at this guy. And it's kind of odd considering the direction we're in. Uh, I, Maddie, I think it was you that said he was, what, 26 years old or 27 years old now? I think so, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not seeing him on ESPN. There's a reason why I've got that site up right now. But um, – yeah, I, th- I think he's 26. Yeah, basketball hey, reference has him at 26 years old, 257 days. So no. he'll be that's better than 200. That's better than 256 pounds. So, <laughs> hey, Rylan, if you're listening, unblock me, dude. I was totally messing around. All right. I just wanted to put I that out. I did mean it. Yeah, I, I was totally being <laughs> silly there. Because your tweet made complete sense, and I thought we were on that level, and I apologize, Rylan. All right, Jerry, I think you got to give the listeners some background here. Yeah, I, so I told Rylan, "quote Shut up, Rylan," after he tweeted something back on August thirty first, and it was the worst—well, not the worst mistake. It's probably like the fifth worst mistake I've ever made in my life. Um. <laughs> And, you know, he blocked me and I don't understand why, because I went to go read that tweet about um, that signing and was like, wait, why can I see 
you know, the tweet that this person quoted and I go click on it. I'm like, who the hell is this? And then I put it all together. It's Rylan. And then Steve shows me the tweet that I tweeted him last. And I'm just like, Oh God, like I'm such an idiot. Um, but I didn't mean anything, Rylan. All right. I promise. Please listen and forgive me. Everybody go, go, go tweet at Rylan underscore styles and tell them to unblock Jerry. Hashtag unblock Jerry. <laughs> Free Jerry. Start the moment. Yeah. Free Jerry. Start the movement, man. But no, nah, man. Speaking of Paul Watson, um, you know, like we said, he's old. He's uh he's a small forward. He's not a yep. point guard. Um, contrary to popular belief, uh, i.e., a certain troll that keeps sliding into my mentions and is can is uh convinced that Josh Giddy is a bust and we should have drafted Davion Mitchell, even though Josh Giddy got hurt and only played five minutes and hasn't played in a single NBA game yet. But you know, I'm not salty. Um, anyways. Uh, Paul Watson is six foot six, two hundred and ten pounds. Uh, he played college at Fresno State last year. He played for the Toronto Raptors in twenty seven games, and in those twenty seven games, he shot forty six point nine percent from three on two point four attempts a game. Uh, he only averaged four point one points per game, but in his final two games. Well, in his final game, ironically enough, he played OKC and he didn't score anything. But the game before that, he scored 30 points against the Orlando Magic. So, I I was lied to. I thought somebody said in those last two games, he scored like 30 and 32 points, but that was not correct. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of confused by this. I think that Josh Hall was, you know, he was kind of like the um, – I don't want to say the evil that we know because he's not evil, but you know, he was familiar to us. He already played for the organization here. He was already on a two-way contract beforehand. So it's weird for us to, you know, kick this young guy who has potential, who could potentially be developed into something, you know, useful in the NBA court and take this guy that is, yeah, he has an NBA skill, but he's so much older. I don't feel like he fits the timeline. I don't really understand it. Moles, you're shaking your head. What do you think about it, man? Yeah, I'm I'm really uh I'm really confused. I'm not going to act like I know more uh than Presti, but it just seemed like Hall had upside at least. Like there was something there that we could tap into. Everything that I could see, you know, great part of the organization, you know, wasn't a problem at all from what I saw. Now I don't know anything behind closed doors, but I mean, seemed like a really good ambassador for the team and all those things, super duper athletic. I don't really know anything about, you know, Watson, but um, I thought Hall had a chance to maybe develop into something. Maybe Presty doesn't feel that way. Or maybe Presty thinks that, you know, if, if he can get a shot somewhere else, he might get a better opportunity somewhere else. And he's kind of doing Hall a solid. So I don't, I don't really know, but I'm kind of confused about the timeline. Just like, just like deck, I guess a little bit. Right. Um, I don't know a whole lot about bit either. I know Vit's 21, but it's, you know, you start, uh, start collecting some of these guys that you don't really know a lot about and it's, it's hard to get on board right away. But I mean, we did bring deck in and he, he made, 
like a bunch of money for like five games of work. So yeah. like Presti's obviously got a plan or he's, he's got something in mind when he's, he's bringing guys like this in. So I don't know. Yeah. Jerry, what you thinking about it, man? So I don't know. I just go back to like Presti and you look at his history on this and he's either a hundred percent right that he let him go or he's hundred percent wrong. Like there's never an in the middle with it. There's not like a guy that we've let go out of the G league or maybe somebody that didn't get that much run except for like a handful of guys. But most of the time they go out and they go do something somewhere else. So like part of me is just like, why Presty? Why? But at the same time, like he only lets guys go for a couple of reasons. Really it's anything medical. Like if they're just injury prone now, they got something wrong, like professionally, like they can't handle the business. They can't handle that things. Or they did something really freaking stupid out, you know, off the court. And Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe Maddie has something that he's, you know, getting there when he's saying, you know, maybe Presty's doing him a solid. Um, What's the guy's name that we signed? Patterson. What is it? What's it? Watson. Paul Watson. Okay. Okay. So how did I mix both those names together almost? Um, <laughs> Watson. Yeah. Um, but anyways, like he's 26. Maybe there's something there that Presty needs right now. And um, maybe it's cheaper. And yeah, there's, there's just so many possibilities, but he's either a hundred percent wrong or a hundred percent right on these things. Um, Jeremy Lamb. Who else? There's been a couple more. Campaign. Cam. Yeah. Big one now. Um, Jeff Green, kind of. In a way. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. There's just been a couple of times where he's, you know, swung on those things and completely missed. So let's just hope this isn't another big miss. Yep. I mean, ultimately, I think it's like, it's pretty inconsequential. It's just weird and kind of contrary to, you know, what we've seen from Presty, um, specifically since the rebuild started. But, hey, you know, trust to Presty. You know, at the end of the day, uh, I don't think that Josh Hall and or Paul Watson was or is going to be seeing the court much with the Thunder. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, speaking of somebody who's going to see the court with the Thunder a lot, um, the resident Australian golden boy, Josh Giddy has picked his team. He's selected his endorsement for his shoes, and it is not Adidas. It's not Under Armour. It's not New Balance. Sorry, Basil. It's not Converse. Sorry, Shea. He has gone with Check Over Stripes. He has signed with Nike. I'm excited about it because I am a Nike truther. I love Nike. I'm, I'm a total brand whore from Nike. Um, Jerry's raising his hand. So, Jerry, you excited that Giddy's with Nike? Yeah, I mean, I just, I'll forever love Nike more than anything else, like forever and ever and ever. So, um, and I think it's smart on Nike's part too to really probably take over down there, just because I know soccer is a big thing and Adidas is kind of their deal and um, whatever that other shoe is, uh, Umbros. <clears throat> Puma, yeah, that's another one. Mm-hmm. But anyways, like, you know, really making that brand 
reach, you know, in Australia. I don't think we've they've ever really had a guy out of Australia, maybe Patty Mills, but he's on his way out. So um, definitely not Joe Ingles. So, yeah, I think uh, I think that's pretty cool. Yep. Moles, you got any thoughts on uh, Giddy signing the Nike? It's, I mean, obviously there's the international angle, yeah. right? And tapping into a market and being able to, you know, to use him to sell shoes. I mean, that's why you sign somebody, right? Um, it, it kind of is a little bit of a justification, though, for Presti making the pick at six, you know, for, for taking him where he did. Um, because it's like, look, like, this brand is paying him money to be an ambassador for them. The Nike, the, you know, arguably the brand, like they still own Jordan, right? Like Jordan's Jordan's a part of Nike still like it's its own thing, but it's still so like, but he's, he's part of the OG. He's part of, he's part of actual Nike. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's awesome. Um, It's, it's cool that we might be able to get an exclusive shoe if he blows up enough right. To be able to, to carry that tradition on. We've been as a small market team, Oklahoma city has been stupid blessed with exclusive shoes, like signature shoes by its stars. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, from, from KD to Westbrook, um, you know, and and Paul Paul George, George. Chris Paul. So yeah. uh, Like (laughs) now Shay. So, um, or, or shy (laughs) for somebody to pronounce them like, so like we've we've got guys that have deals and that's pretty cool that's always that's always really cool and maybe we'll see him in a commercial somewhere you know so that's that's also fun oh yeah i'm ready for the zoom gids the zoom giddies no no man you gotta call you gotta call them the giddy ups (laughs) (laughs) you you do you gotta gotta put a little you gotta get a little pump for the tongue yeah you gotta call those the giddy ups, bro. That would giddy be up. perfect. So what you're saying is Reebok mixes miss its opportunity. Pretty much. Yeah. The show. Fair enough. Yep. Yeah. Congratulations to Josh Giddy, though, man. That's that's super exciting. Um, I would be thrilled if I was signed by Nike, but you kind of saw it coming. Uh, if you followed his TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, anything, he was getting all kinds of Nike goody goodie packages, like five, six boxes of shoes at a dime. It's like, thank you, Nike. Thank you, Nike. It's like, yeah, <laughs> we understand what's happening here. So, yeah, that's that's pretty cool, man. You know, hopefully uh, here in the future, Giddy's got his own shoes. Uh, Shay's got his own shoes. And Poku signs with Jordan and we get some Air Pokus. Oh. <laughs> isn't, isn't Supreme part of Nike also? I know they rebrand like all Nike stuff. Uh, I don't know. That would be pretty dope to see a, a Giddy Supreme exclusive. Because he he's obsessed with that stuff, so huh. interesting. Interesting. I am trying to Google it. Uh, it says the parent organization for Supreme is the VF Corporation, and I know nothing about. Oh, okay, yeah. So subsidiaries of the VF Corporation are Vans, the North Face, Supreme, Timberland, Dickies. Nautica, Jansport, sweet, uh, yeah, and then a bunch of other things that I've never heard of. So it's got to be Nike because they repurpose ones. It's possible. It definitely is possible. 
um, based off my limited internet research, I couldn't find anything. But <laughs> hey, I trust your word for it. All right, guys, let's let's get into something fun here. So I wanted to do this last week, but uh, due to a myriad of reasons, uh, Cone wasn't feeling good. Alex couldn't join until later. And honestly, with everything going on, it just slipped my mind. I forgot about it. But 2K22 came out this weekend, and the Thunder actually tweeted about this. Um, something that 2K was doing this year is they took all the public address announcers for each team – and they recorded them, you know, and basically put them in the game. So, like, you know, hyping up the fans, announcing the starting lineups, like that is authentic. That is the voice of the PA announcers for each team. So, I thought it would be fun if we take a shot at it because as he was going on, like, it showed a video of him, you know, kind of announcing the starting lineup as the starting lineup was coming out on 2K. And... I just thought it'd be fun if maybe we tried our hand at that. So, you know, I kind of explained the rules beforehand. Guys, you pick your own player. All you got to do is, you know, starting at whatever position, his height, his school, his name, and, you know, we'll we'll see who does the best. We'll let our fans decide who does the best. So, uh, Jerry, if you're comfortable, man, we're going to no. start with you. No. One of you jerk-offs is going to go, all right? I'm not right. going first. <laughs> okay, I guess we'll get Matty Bulls here. He's he's about to bring out his movie trailer Bulls, voice. He don't just let Dylan do this. Mic. No, don't let Dylan do this. Dylan, you go first since you thought of it. Well, I, I have a baby in the room, so I gotta be super quiet. So, like, if I go, then you guys are gonna completely overshadow me. So let me go in the middle. Moles, you go, and I got I got second. I feel like we need some background music somehow. Like we gotta be we gotta be pumped up too. I gotta, I'll, I gotta find the uh, the Chicago Bulls intro music and put it in the background. <laughs> hey, hold on, um, I'm I'm getting in the getting in the mindset. There we go, hyping them up. At center, standing at six foot ten, two hundred forty pounds from Bucknell, Mike Sex Panther Muscala. I love it. I love it. All right. Jerry, since you're off camera and you're making me go, I will go next. <clears throat> Starting at point guard, standing at six foot six from the University of Kentucky, Shay Gilgis Alexander. Yes. Yes, that's 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 what's up. All right, I know who Jerry's going with. Where he's gonna throw me for a loop. Jerry, are you ready? Who, who do you think I'm going with? Dort. Oh, you know me so well. <laughs> we left you, Dort. <laughs> I hope you're doing well. You're listening. I love you. All right, Jerry. Jerry let's hear it. All right. From Arizona State, Basante Lujan's Dort, standing at a very tall six foot three, weighing in at 215 pounds. Throw your number one at him, and he's going to make dinner. That's it. Uh, 
<laughs> are you announcing the starting lineup or are you cutting a promo for it? Both. Jerry said, I'm in the WWE and I am I'm gonna be Paul Heyman for Ludor. You sounded like Jim Carrey and then <laughs> Listen, I had I had to get really close to the mic because like I said, there's a baby in there sleeping and my wife's asleep too, and I don't want to die on the podcast because then there Shit. will be evidence. Gilgis. Okay. <laughs> Gilgis Alexander. <laughs> All right, I like it. All right, boys. Well, hey, we are going to get into our next segment, our fun segment, and it is a segment that we used to do a lot, but over the summer, we just haven't had a chance to do it, so it's near and dear to our hearts. It is this or that. The choice is yours. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. Plot twist, it's not just this or that. It is a what if this or that. Time. Space. Reality. It's more than a linear path. It's a prism of endless possibility where a single choice can branch out into infinite realities creating alternate worlds from the ones you know I am the watcher I am your guide through these vast new realities follow me and ponder the question And uh, yeah, I was hyping it up. We didn't get to do it last week, but we are here this week. What if the thunder? So basically what it is, this is this or that, like I said. So I'm going to present two options around the same time period. And we're going to kind of discuss and figure out what we think would be better, a better benefit for the thunder. So this week we are going all the way back to 2010, I believe. 2011, sorry. And we that's where our what if is going to start. So the first option, this is a what if that many Thunder fans, many Thunder personality members have said would be the most direct corollary to winning a championship. And it is if the Tyson Chandler trade went through and he was able to come to the Thunder um, during his defensive player of the year season in which he helped the Dallas Mavericks win the championship. Or game two of the 2012 NBA Finals, Kevin Durant goes baseline, pulls up. LeBron's arm is over both arms. Clearly a foul. The ref swallows the whistle. Miami Heat wins the game. Goes back to Miami, one and one, and then we know what happens after that. But what if they call the foul? What if Kevin Durant hits the free throws and the Thunder go into Miami up 2-0 in the NBA Finals? Let's discuss. Um, so, Jerry, I'm going to go to you first. What's your thoughts 
thoughts on Tyson Chandler trade happening? I mean, it would have been awesome. I mean, That's it would have thought. been really awesome because then we wouldn't have had bum old Kendrick Perkins. Yeah. You know, there. And I think that Jeff Green. Yeah. Like we, he would have had a way. Yeah. Well, that too. I mean, no reason for Dabo, essentially. Um, and Jeff Green was a better shooter. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's so many things that come from that. And I think Tyson Chandler with that team would have been absolutely just perfect. Absolutely perfect. So the trade at hand was the Thunder was going to send Joe Smith and Chris Wilcox plus the draft rights to Devin Harden to New Orleans Hornets for Tyson Chandler. Uh, Moles, do uh, you have anything else to add to that? I mean, yeah, we're giving peanuts and scraps for a guy that could have been the five that we needed. Um, basically, everything that everyone loves about Steven Adams – minus him being from New Zealand, right? Mm-hmm. Like everything else that that he that Adams offered on the court, Tyson Chandler would have given that to us. Um, he'd have been able to stay on the floor, you know, in the fourth quarter in close games. He would have been able to run with those, you know, those young bucks going up and down the floor. Not exactly Lob City, but he would have been able to hold his own, you know, in, in that respect. I think it's definitely you know, we're just talking about this scenario. We're not talking about the next one yet, right? Yeah, just this one. Right um, this one would have set us up for multiple championships probably because we yeah. would have been able to maximize everyone else on the floor. Kendrick Perkins was good for a culture shift. He was good for, for like that standpoint. I think he was good to help toughen up Kevin Durant a little bit, um, which helped us in some other runs. I think Westbrook was always that guy. He just needed a to kind of find his way. Um, but I, I think that Tyson Chandler as, as great of an impact as, as Perkins made on, on the organization, like it's not even close. Like Ty, Tyson Chandler would be, you could argue maybe Tyson Chandler would be up there with like Nick Collison in everyone's hearts for how special he is to the organization. Like it's, it's that dramatic. The, the medical coming back on his foot or whatever Mm-hmm. to to cancel that trade that's that that's probably the number two what if in all of thunder lore right um i mean you can argue maybe it's number two with with russ maybe you know the russ knee thing is three but yeah, obviously yeah, number one's harden <laughs> number one's harden we all know that but um it's it's definitely up there in the the biggest oh my gosh you know, we could have potentially had a dynasty even still if we had Tyson Chandler on this roster. Yeah, so <clears throat> Dr. Carlin Yates, Oklahoma City's team's physician, determined the risk of re-injury was too great to give Chandler a clean bill of health. Um, Chandler says this is absolutely crazy in a telephone conversation Wednesday night. I'm super shocked. This is nuts. He said he doesn't know how long I'll last, said in reference to Yates. He told me, I have no doubt you could play on it. I'm just saying if you took a turn for a worse, if you come down on somebody's foot or hyperextended it or something. Chandler says, I was really disappointed too when I was traded. I felt like we were healthy. We had a championship team in New Orleans, but I didn't sulk and I started getting excited. 
about the new challenge in Oklahoma City, I felt I could help turn that team around. Now, we said that, uh, you know, like, like you said, he didn't know how long he'd be able to play on it. Well, Tyson Chandler's last season was actually 2019-2020 season in which he played 26 games with the Houston Rockets with, ironically enough, two players that he would have teamed up with in this trade, Russell Westbrook and James Harden, actually three. Jeff Green, actually four. I think Thelpacephalosha was also there. So, <laughs> there you go. Come a full circle there. So, yeah, Tyson Chandler was able to play for another 10 years, and I'm trying to find the contract details because he only played with Dallas that one year. I don't know if he had, like, one year left on his deal or what happened with that, but he ended up playing with the Knicks the next it- three years before returning to Dallas. Yeah. yeah, I think he went there as a free agent, and they threw the they threw the bag at him. Gotcha. So, I guess that turns my question to okay. Hang on, I think I found it. Uh, well, come on, spot track. Why are you stupid? Never mind. <laughs> I found it. I just can't access the actual details of it. Um. So, yeah, my question to that is, you know, Maddie, just playing devil's advocate, you said that you feel like this would help us win multiple championships. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the year in question, Tyson Chandler went to the Mavs one year. It's when he won the deep boys, when he won the championship. Say that happens for us at the Thunder. Say he comes to the Thunder, he wins the deep boy, he wins the championship. What's to stop him from departing to New York on a free agent deal again, and we're just back to square one. We were under the gun there for sure. Um, as evidenced by some of the other roster moves we made, but I think at that, at that point, like Presty, we would have won one. I think it's an easier sell <laughs> to yeah. the, to the ownership group that, look, we have to kind of go all in now. We've got a championship team that happened much sooner than we expected. And we won one. We actually got there and won one. We owe it. You know, don't let this be, you know, a situation where we broke up the bulls <laughs> type of thing with guys that were, were wanting to play together. That mm-hmm. I think, I think we would chan what he wanted. And I, I honestly don't think that um, – I don't think Cuban wanted to pay Chandler all that money then because that, that team kind of dissolved quickly. They won the championship, and they kind of dissolved quickly. It's like they didn't try to really run it back the way that you would expect them to. So um, that Dallas team, I think, a couple years later looked completely different outside of Dirk. So um, – I, I don't think that Presty would have made that same mistake. I think that that um, Tyson Chandler would have stuck around if we if we were just as successful as the Mavericks team was that season. Mm-hmm. Then then it, it, I don't think that Chandler would have been gone. Maybe Harden still is gone down the line, but I don't know. Jerry's uh, Jerry's got a look on his face. I'm just uh, what you thinking here, Jerry. No, because that's what I was just trying to think through. Like, if if you win a championship, then yeah, you automatically you, you got the best bid there. But I I still think at the same time, 
I don't know. I don't know. That's tough. Cause I've been through, you know, we've been through people wanting to leave here a couple of times or leaving here. Um, but never after winning a championship. Well, it, yeah. And that's the, that's the tough part about it is it's a, it's a tough sell. Just trying to think through that. Like who knows, you know, it would have been great to have him there that next season though. But we did have Harden leave after making the finals and pretty much everybody and their mama believed that if we just ran that back, we have as good a shot as any team. No, no, I, I, I mean, maybe we did it a year too soon, right? He still had another year in his deal, but um, I it's it's pretty well documented though that it wasn't just we we don't want Harden anymore. Yeah, like get him off oh, his no. team type of thing. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, um, it was the player that like kind of forced his <laughs> way out because you know he mm-hmm. wanted to get paid, and it's like, okay, if you're not gonna pay me, I want out. He wanted his own team too. Yeah. And and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's like Jerry was saying, we haven't seen anybody do that after a championship. Well, we saw Harden do it to an extent after just making the finals. So I know. And that's, that's completely true. That is, I mean, everybody else always talks about, Oh, they let him go. Sam's an idiot. I still don't think that that's, part of it i think that harden and he's shown it over and over and over and over and over again but he's just a selfish jerk you know he only cares about himself so i don't know i don't know and he he wasn't like great in the finals no because he was too busy out partying and messing around i mean in in miami yeah like the miami bump doing too much so I mean, he was always doing too much. All right, well, let's put a number on it. Let's 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 go around the table and say how many championships do you think the Thunder win if the Tyson Chandler trade goes through? And I'll start with Jerry first. Two. Okay. But you, Moles. I put it at I I the over under is two point five, right? Like I think we'd at least win two, possibly could win three. But two and a half. Well, I mean that's where the over under is, so it forces you to pick, right? You... <laughs> I was trying to make a dad joke and it didn't land. Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I think I'm I think I'm gonna stick to my guns and just say I I think you know it guarantees you that one year, and after that. I'm just I'm not convinced that he he stays, you know. He um yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean I I could see him staying, but like in, in this scenario I just think that he kind of always had his mind on New York. He stayed there for 3 years. Like he signed a big contract as soon as he won the championship, you know, he cashed out, he went to a big market and he stayed there for 3 years. So uh I I don't know that that would change. If if we if he did come back, mm-hmm. you think that we would beat Miami you know, that next year also? Like we'd beat them in back-to-back seasons in the finals? Because I think we, I think we would. Like Perkins was like not really playable against the yeah. Heat. Chandler certainly would have been. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's definitely possible. I think he could have replicated on defense kind of what Roy Hibbert was giving LeBron, you know, in those later years. Like, I remember uh, – who was it that said um, – yeah, I, I saw LeBron practicing floaters. Like, there's only one player in the league that was forcing LeBron to practice floaters. So, mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think it could have been, you know, replicable, replicable to that. But – yeah, like that. That's a big. That's a big if. That's a different what if. So on this one, I'm I'm going with one. So I think. So Jerry said two. I said one. You say what? What was your final say there, Mills? I'd say at least two. I I'd be conservative and say two. Like mm-hmm. we'd win both of those years. Okay. I'll rock with it. All right, let's get to, into the next one, and that is the if they called foul on Kevin Durant shot. So. There's a little bit of a revisionist history on this. Um, there was massive outrage um, amongst Thunder fans and NBA fans alike. You know, people that just hated LeBron and didn't want to see him, you know, succeed. Like get I, his first ring. Yeah, I remember so many people like just screen grabbing like LeBron just in Kevin Durant's lap and no call. But um, in the scenario in the game, the Heat are up 98-96. And let's see here. There was – where was that? Dang it. I lost it. Oh, here it is. Okay, 98-96. 9.9 seconds left. Um, And, you know, it, it was a bunny. It was seven foot out. LeBron was all up in his lap. Even if he misses it, Durant's money from the free throw line, ties the game up, gives us a shot in overtime. There's a chance Durant makes it hits a free throw and goes up one, you know, 9.9 seconds left. And, you know, you got to rely on your defense. So it's not guaranteed that we win that game, but you could kind of feel the momentum shifting as the game was going on towards the end. And all I'm saying is, you know, in the actual NBA finals, we won game one, you know, the fans showed up, KD showed up, like everybody was – ready to pick the thunder to you know to unseat the heat again and even in game two like it felt like that was going to happen again and you know this play happened and it just shifted momentum entirely that and going to miami and at the time the finals were in this two three two format and so miami got to play three straight home games coming off of a win so those three games was a win so if you go into miami up 2-0 even if they win all three of them, guess where you're coming back? Game six, OKC. And we saw what kind of atmosphere the Thunder fans could put on. We saw how inspired the players play for that atmosphere. So I'm just saying it could have changed the entire series if we won that game. Moles, I see you nodding. What What's your thoughts on it? Well, there's nothing to say that Durant doesn't drain both of those and then they just give LeBron James uh, the call down on the other end. And then that's all she wrote. Um, as we've seen time and time again, he's able to make that happen at the end of games just by being a bull in a China shop. Um, but sticking with this hypothetical, we, we still were getting killed from three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the, you know, all the supporting cast, the Mike Millers of the world were just oh, absolutely in fuego. Man. Like it, it didn't matter. Those guys were the way they were hitting shot. Now, granted, I know that role players do better at home and then they tend to struggle a little bit on the road. Mm-hmm. So that's where that getting to come back to OKC for game six 
matters more. But with that team as constructed, there were so many holes, so many flaws that we had to face going against that roster. It was just looking back on it now. It's like, yeah, we needed probably one more dude to be able yeah, to, they, to throw at them. Jerry was saying something, but he, he, he got yeah. me. Oh, there he is. There. Oh. What'd you say? I said maybe Tyson Chandler. <laughs> yeah, maybe Tyson Chandler. Um, well, maybe, this is, maybe. This, this is my thing. You're asking for another dude to show up. Game six back in Oklahoma City, you might have James Harden show up. Because he's not out <laughs> in Miami. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, that's a that's a tough one because there are some like that. That's just another step in the road, but that's not like the culmination. Mm-hmm. That's not like the Ray Allen three pointer against the Spurs yeah. type of situation. Like if if the crazy rebound doesn't happen with Bosch, if the shot doesn't go in, like you know, all that, but. This, like, there's a lot more work to do, even still yet in that game. Like, Le- LeBron could have even finished it in regulation. So, well, let's, let's, let's change the what if then. Let's just say Durant, they get the foul call and then they win game two. So, like, the hypothetical, the what if is Thunder go up 2 0 in the NBA finals and then run with that. Sorry. I should have specified. Uh, then I say, I say we still probably lose, but it goes seven games. So they probably take all the games in Miami. We win an emotional Mm -hmm. game six to force game seven. And then LeBron happens in game seven. In OKC. Yeah. In OKC. I mean, that's that's entirely fair. It's entirely possible. I mean, there's a lot of people that thought LeBron should have won the year before. A lot of people thought he should have won in Cleveland. So, I mean, it, it was coming. It was always a matter of when, not if. So, definitely eh. possible. Jerry, what you thinking? Oh, yeah, we definitely would have won that series. Absolutely would have won that series. Because that would have just brought a bunch of young guys going to a different city, 2-0. and That's a different feeling than one-on-one. Yeah. You got a little bit more confidence. Like, doesn't matter where you play at. You, you got a lot. And that team had a lot of swagger for as young as they were. like They, they didn't just, know any better. Yeah, they just got it. You know, it they they meshed so well. Like you could almost predict what each one was going to do the whole time because they've done it so many times together. Like it was that yeah, two and zero. Oh, we got a ring. We're we're having a parade on Reno and Thunder Avenue right now. Well, not right now, but back <laughs> in two thousand and twelve. Yeah, yeah. No, I I can just imagine like getting back. You know, it's a pivotal game six, down three two. And a play happens, obviously not exactly like the Lakers game when Russ makes a ridiculous uh, layup after getting pretty much tackled because, like, that's that's not replicable. But, you know, a momentum-swinging play happens, and the peak just erupts. Russ is flexing. He's screaming. He's stomping. (laughs) And he – The peak erupts. Yeah, we just carry that energy – all the way through game six. And then when it gets to game seven, um, I, I, I think, I think we got it, you know, because that energy stays the energy. It, it doesn't go anywhere. No. Like, you know, the crowd's energy, if anything else, it's amplified. And, you know, we saw that Kevin Durant 
wasn't shy for the moment. Russell Westbrook wasn't shy for the moment. You get James Harden out of Miami, who knows what's going to happen. We don't make it to the finals without James Harden that year with what he did in the Spurs series. So I'm I'm saying, like, yeah, it it changes everything. Now, you know, me and Jerry, we we think we win the series, we win the finals. You know, that's all that. So the question is, in this what-if scenario, how many titles does each one get us? I think, kind of like your argument for the Chandler trade, I think if Harden, you know, comes back, plays well in game six, game seven, and we win the championship, I think, A, he's more willing to play ball to, you know, stay alongside KD and Russ. And I think, B, this gives the front office all the motivation it needs to be like, hey, sure, go ahead, we'll max you because – we have a championship now and a lot comes with the championship and a lot of, you know, something that comes with the championship is just revenue that can't be replicated. Um, you know, carrying you through the season and going into the season, like, I mean, the peak fans were, I mean, the, the Thunder fans were already loyal. They were already filling the arena, but like, you know, those, those game tickets went up to a higher dollar. Like, I mean, just all of it i think that you know they're more willing to keep that team together i think that team's more willing to stay together and if you run that team back who knows what happens yeah what you think about that moles i think it's a it's definitely a possibility um i think i think harden still would have wanted his money he still would have wanted his own team that would have been something for him mm-hmm. I, I really don't think like now these players have like done a lot and done had all their accolades and all that stuff. So you're seeing them pile on in Los Angeles and Brooklyn mm-hmm. and it's it, that they're in different spots. They're not carving out their own place in the league. And Harden certainly wanted to do that. He, I don't think that Oklahoma city was big enough for those three stars to continue to stay on the same roster for too long. I think that the ride wouldn't have ended then. I, I do think that it would have continued for a little bit, but eventually like Harden would have moved on. Eventually Harden would have wanted his own team. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe Durant and Westbrook want to break it up too. you know, like we've kind of done everything we can together. Let's go, you know, we'll, we'll go our own way and, and kind of see if we can do it on our own. But I, I I do think it would have extended the life of the Russ KD Harden era for sure. And right. you guys are talking about that, and I'm thinking about like what kind of value could we've gotten out of a championship Harden versus getting Kenyon Martin or not Ken, Kevin, Kevin Martin, Martin? Sorry, hey, don't respond to Kevin Martin, man. He was a we would have gotten we would have definitely gotten Bradley Beal. Well. And then Steven Adams, you know, pretty much out of that deal. So I don't know. There's, there's a lot of dominoes that would have fell a lot differently, but I I think you get them back for at least another year. Like, but you sign them to like a three and then because Sam wouldn't have been stupid. All right. I'll trade you whenever it's time. Just let me know. So I don't know. I hate that time. I hate reflecting on it. It's such a sad, sad time. I'm sorry. I'm so- it's it, it's for the sake of the show here. Um, so let's see here. So Kevin Durant's contract was 
it it ended in 2015. He extended twice, you know, into the summer 16-17. So that ended in 2015. Westbrook signed in 2012 um, to make it to 2016. Say we sign Harden to the max contract, which, you know, I think maxes were only going to four years at that point. So say you do a four-year max for James Harden, that takes you to 2016. Um, and, you know, let's, let's just play ball, you know. It gets to 2015. KD's like, hey, Russ Harden's got one more year. You know, we all want to kind of go our separate ways, but they got one more year. Let's do one last dance with it. Durant re-signs for a final season. So you got 2013, 14, 15, 16. That's four years. You got four more years after that championship. How many rings do you think that team can win? So it's that year plus four? Yeah, so you you already have one off the rip. Like, if we're assuming we win 2012, how many up to 2016 do you think we can win? Three. Probably lose one to LeBron in there somehow. But, yeah, we probably win three total. Gotcha. Jerry, what you thinking, man? thinking he's making himself a sandwich i was about to say his silence is deafening yeah sorry uh i'm gonna say two because i just think they'd be young and dumb i think they'd make mistakes somewhere along the way yeah i i could see two or three um i want to say two and a half just play it safe but no i i think i'll say two and realistically it could be zero and we already have, you know, one more ring than, you know, we have now. And I, w- I would be enthralled. Like, it would – like, that was when, you know, that wasn't when I first became a Thunder fan. I was a Thunder fan, you know, in that 2010 season um, whenever we was playing, uh, you know, playing the Lakers in the first round. It was the eight seed. Algasol. Yeah, so I, th- that's when I became a Thunder fan. Um, but, you know, that was when we was kind of starting to put the league on notice – and what better way to put the league on notice than win a championship from LeBron James? And so, yeah, that, that would have been an absolute thrilling time. But, yeah, so I I think I'm going to play it safe, too. Um, just like you said, Jerry, with two, um, just because, I mean, you know, the league was growing. Like, LeBron wasn't done. You know, if he loses, how much more motivated is he to build, you know, a stronger team around him? Like, you know, who's to say – they don't do something crazy and try to bring in like a Carmelo Anthony or Chris Paul alongside of them. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what's possible. I don't remember what, you know, the cap ramifications were, what their cap sheets looked like or anything like that. But, you know, it, it, it is interesting to think about. I mean, you know, the whole what if scenario is fun to think about, but yeah. So, um, you know, wh- what do you listeners think? What do you think is the better what if scenario for the Thunder? Is it the Tyson Chandler trade or is it winning game two to ultimately put us in better position to, you know, what we believe to win the finals in 2012? So, uh, sound off. Let us know on Twitter. Uh, we really enjoyed, I really enjoyed this discussion. I don't know about you guys. Like, I, I love, uh, you know, revisionist history. Um, some fun moments in Thunder War, and you know we got four more weeks of it. So stay tuned. Uh, I've got some fun scenarios planned up, and you know hopefully we get some more guys in here to get some more different opinions. But yeah, it was a good time, guys. Um, let's move on to our last segment. We haven't done it in a while. It's near and dear to our hearts. It is the Shay Nay of the Week. 
All right. It's our Shay and Nay of the week. And we're going to go to Jerry first. Jerry, what is your Shay and Nay for the week? Man. All right. So I'm going to start off my, my Nay. Uh, my damn knees. Golly. Like, can something happen correct for just a little bit with them? Uh, have been able to go off in three weeks. Really sucks. Um, I think I'm falling into a slow depression. Uh, that's that's a joke. I'm okay. I was but, like, this is just getting dark. <laughs> no, but um, I, I'd have to say my shave for the week is man, I don't even know. It's been such a long week. I got to, I guess my shave was I got to enjoy the pool one last time before I shut it down for the winter. Yeah. That's exciting, been a great man. summer. Yeah, great summer. It's- Estimated time, how many times she used the pool this summer? Oh my gosh. And I'm not even being funny, probably close to 100. Nice. Yeah. Hey, like, I, I like that though. I know way too many people that have pools that like barely use them. So at least you're yeah. getting your money's out of it. Uh, most definitely. That's not going to sit there and not have cannonballs <laughs> splashed in it. Not in this house. Fully clothed cannonballs at that. <laughs> Depending how drunk I am. <laughs> absolutely man all right Matty Moles what's your Shay and A for the week um my Shay is that uh football season's back I freaking love dun 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 um being able to wake up on Saturdays kind of take it easy get my breakfast in throw college game day on that's that's really dope unfortunately the Sooners like have to play at 11 o'clock or whatever it's like a rule Thanks, Fox. Um, but I, I get to enjoy, I enjoy that, and then it's seven hours of uninterrupted football on Sundays when I get home from church and mm-hmm. we get lunch settled, and the kids are kind of like getting ready to go take their naps and everything. Yeah, it's on. I, I I really love this time of year. If the weather could just drop just a smidgen, that would be dope, just so I can kind of feel like I'm getting in the season. But we have another five weeks left of our pool being open, so I'm going to take advantage of that too. Yeah, uh, there, there's that. But my nay is the fact that football season's back, and that means injuries are back. And I had over two hundred dollars worth of lineups on DraftKings that had Raheem Mostert in it because oh, I, because you know the Lions suck mm-hmm. uh, at stopping the run, and Elijah Mitchell came in and crushed it. Hasty came in and got a touchdown. Like all that should have been Mostert's, and Mostert would have crushed, and I would have. I would have had a fantastic day. I mean, I had a lot of Mahomes to Hill. I had a lot of uh, Murray to Hopkins. Mm-hmm. I had a little bit of Hurts and both of his guys. So it just really sucks when all these other things hit, but you have an injury like that to a guy that you have a lot invested in in daily fantasy. Um, and and that just kind of crushes it. You know, first hour of the day, and you know you're, you've already lost money. Yep. That, that, that doesn't feel great. I yeah, didn't we'll stay alive. So that's try good, being a but... fan. I'm I'm already really really sad that he's pretty much going to be out. Like it's already starting all over again from last season. Like Eight everybody's weeks. already getting hurt. Yeah, and yeah. then um, Verrett's out for the season. Uh, yeah, it's just going to keep. We we got a black cloud over us with injuries. Hey, as a Trey Sermon owner, I was sad as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, Trey Sermon being out is what made me give more exposure to Mostert. I was like, well, sure. I've got to be almost all in. Mm-hmm. And that was fool's gold. So, um, and also Jerry Judy, his injury it yeah. looks like it's not going to be as bad as we thought, maybe four to six week high ankle sprain. But it, it looked really bad on the field. It looked like it could have been broke. Like if you told me a season was done, I would have believed you at that point. So as a Broncos fan, we're going through a lot of injuries. Bradley Chubb wasn't on the field. What didn't play. I just want to see my team at full strength, but it's still back and it's still fun to watch your team at least in September. Yep. For sure, man. Oh, let's see here. My, my nay for the week. Do I have a nay for the week? Hmm. You had to look at us for the last hour. (laughs) No, that's that's beautiful, man. It's a beautiful time. Um, My Shay for the week absolutely has to be uh, Russ and Shay linking up at New York Fashion Week. Uh, Two Thunder, Young Kings uh, joining forces um, for the Gram. So definitely enjoyed (laughs) that. If I had to say a nay for the week... Man, I don't know. I, I guess it's been a it's been a GMB week. It's been grateful and blessed, man. So, I'll I'll rock with that. Um, nice. I guess bonus Shay. Uh, I have uh, I've recently been uh, given an opportunity, and I feel like I've uh, I feel like I have a real shot at it, and I'm hopeful for it. So. Yeah, just mm-hmm. just gonna put that out there, man. I'm, uh, I've got an opportunity. I feel like I'll, I'll be good for it, and you know, I'm hopeful and I'm excited for it. So yeah, that's that's my bonus share for the week. No, no nay, just two shares. Because two shares are better than one. Are you gonna be excited and grateful for it? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Absolutely. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Finish it off right. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I caught one absolutely the whole show until that one. Oh no, I, I definitely said it because in my head I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm saying absolutely again. I, I might, <laughs> I might line up some fireball next time, and uh, and I have to take a shot every time. It's like absolutely, or that's, that's awesome. That's dangerous. <laughs> For, sure, <man. laughs> For sure, man. That's another one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All of them. No, I've been uh, absolutely for sure, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I've 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 been um I've been wanting to do an intro with like one of all of our like catchphrases next to our names, and um yeah, absolutely is probably mine. So that's 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 good times. (laughs) It's good times. Jerry's. I'm just gonna put his rant about Josh Giddy when he drafted him. <laughs> no, make it the shut up, Dolan. When oh it, man! Oh man! It's, yeah, I'm ridiculous. I'm so sorry. Obviously, uh, tyranny is coming in hot, boys. Right? <laughs> yeah, and yours is uh, five to midnight. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Cones is my shave for the week. Is I got to play basketball. Yeah, I got to hoop. <laughs> And Alex in one um in some variation or another is what the heck or heck yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's Dolan's? Oh 
Dolan's is him just being uh him just being witty and contrarian in some way or perform is like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're going to have to explain that. The, the unit chat is the only chat I have on my phone that I have to proofread before I press enter. Cause yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all come because the receipts head, are forever. Man. Good God. Don't want to <laughs> screenshot that and post it on Twitter on a moment's notice. So <laughs> nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. Um, but guys, you all are safe for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, it was a really fun episode. Got to record with my brothers here. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did making it. Um, you know, on behalf of myself, Maddie Moles and Jerry here, I uh, well, hope you guys have a great night. God bless. Wear a mask, get vaccinated, hoop when you can. And as always, Thunder Up. Thunder Up. Thunder up. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.